Buenos nachos, amigos, and welcome to How You Juku, a podcast about East Asian pop culture from a couple of guys from the East Coast of the United States. I'm Petey Rave, your man on the on the right and the on your left, my right, or whatever the orientation. If you're watching, otherwise, I'm just in your ears. Uh, here with me is my tag team partner, my partner in crime. My right hand man to my left hand side, Brandon Cooper, aka King Kaz. What up, Kaz? How you doing, Kaz? What's up, man? I'm shopping for hats. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Yes, we're here. We're here talking about East Asian pop culture. We're here. We're chilling. Uh, so we start off thinking, talking about what's new. Uh, one thing we'll talk about what's new. We, uh, we we have an Instagram now. <laughs> we oh, have an yeah, Instagram. Uh, you kind of like you put. Yo, in Google, the what's my Instagram? She's not going to respond to that. No, no. Uh, you put the idea into my head, and I, I, I knew I knew it was a good idea. Uh, and I finally put together uh, for us an Instagram. Uh, we only have a couple of things on there, uh, including our discussion of the whole. Uh, super group that SM is uh, putting together, it's, you know, Super M, you know, with members of Sh- uh, Shiny XO and NCT. Uh, so it's up there. Two it's months also to come. Yeah, uh, it's also on our YouTube. But if you want to check it out on our Instagram, it's on the IGTV there. Hopefully for people to discover. I also put a random meme that I put together with, b- involving a little bit too much work, or maybe just enough work. Uh, in After Effects to make a silly meme about uh, uh, the kid from uh, one of the, the groups that we're going to be discussing early in this episode, uh, the boys uh, at the at the Idol Olympics or Idol Athletic Championships. Uh, it, it was a fun meme. I'm, I'm looking forward. I think we're going to do fun things. We're going to have more stuff on there. Probably like more, like I would say, like low-key YouTube maybe short term short form content youtuber quote unquote content kind of like that more social media stuff uh maybe including yeah, some hauls uh wherever we you know wherever we go to shows we might do some things on but the my, stories my whole new personal brand thing is to get other people to to work on their personal brand and it's working and i love <laughs> <Yes>. it like <laughs> so. getting all my friends to just stop retweeting things and actually like crafting using using social media for platforms as content platforms yeah so fucking if 15 year old white girls could have figured this out fucking a bunch of 30 year old internet content creators can figure it out too Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) so we'll we'll do that we're gonna be uh hopefully uh from both of us we're gonna have some content up there uh, as we go along uh because we live in different parts of the country so it'd be cool to like if we're we're also like exploring our local area for like East Asian things or K-pop stores or you know food and things like that, so we'll we'll, we'll look for look forward to that. Um, but that being said, speaking of the boys, uh, we're gonna talk about what's new, what's got our attention since we last gathered. Uh, Kaz, what, what's new? Yeah, what's up, man? What's new? Uh, so new for me this week is uh, which is something I, I want to talk to you about. Well, anyway, so it can it might as well can live live on the on the podcast. I want since I've been um, going to the gym a lot more. Um, I'm a music guy in the gym. 
I, mm-hmm. I cut my headphones in. I'm, I'm pumping some jams. Right now, I've been uh, just utilizing YouTube. Yeah. And, and just playing whatever, uh, which is where a couple of these songs popped up for me. Um, but what I want to do is I finally want to take the dive, go into Spotify, and make some pretty good quintessential K-pop-themed workout tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, just depending on, on for what you're doing. Uh, and I'm going to need PD's help. And this is something maybe we can put out you know, yeah. through Instagram and other, and other mediums for you guys to check out and, and have access to. But one yeah. of those songs for me that ended up coming up um, as it was just, I, I just kind of left it on, on random shuffle. So it would just kind of play different videos. And this one by the boys, uh, the boys. came up and I, I, I thought it wasn't, I thought it wasn't bad. It, it, it has that thing that me and PD always talk about where it's kind of, it's kind of just like, generic k-pop but like it fit in between uh monster x and and bts which played like before and right after it and i thought it fit in the middle of those kind of songs pretty well in a gym mix and i i enjoyed it i enjoyed yeah. the fuck out of it yeah i think it, it's it's a pretty tight track it's it's a nice kind of like uh bog standard uh like jammable uh k-pop boy band track um you know it's it's i don't it it probably won't like solidify uh like say making me think oh man i gotta go to the boys for like my boy band stuff but it is a it's an another good one of those it's kind of borrowing uh a little bit of a little bit of a verbiage from uh uh some games journalism uh it's one of those but it's a good one of those you know (laughs) like uh but yeah i think i think it's a quality track it's it's definitely a good addition i think if it shuffles into your playlist you're not gonna be like Meh, get rid of this you'd be like oh this is a solid track uh, yeah no like i said like i said it's, it's definitely worth checking out um i think the boys are doing pretty good stuff in that like uh still still trying to get you used to the visuals and who they are kind of k-pop group so i think it's it's a if you're still exploring the boys is worth checking out yes yes um so moving on from there uh if you already have a stand like i do uh which my current one happens to be red velvet um and then i I didn't realize pd had this song in there um so so this song came up for me as well while I was in the gym. And I was like, damn, I, so, sounds familiar. So I had to take my phone out of my pocket. I was like, ah, that's why it sounds familiar. It's fucking Red Velvet. Um, this is a song called Umpa Umpa uh, by Red yeah. Velvet. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I thought it's fun. It's, it's definitely kind of silly. Um, very definitely, definitely summery. Yeah. Um, kind of kind of trying to get the last bits of that that summer jam out uh yeah. before we get into the like winter ballads and the the relationship songs yeah uh, uh, yeah well, well i mean in korea korea has been no, korea has been in balladville <laughs> already throughout this whole summer <laughs> they're trying to break the like they're trying to like uh, you know break down that wall that that brick wall of of sad ballads uh, that that the Korean charts has been had have, have constructed 
Uh, and they're doing, they're doing a solid job. I think this is a, a fun track. This is uh, a good energy track. It uh, it doesn't do a lot of things out of this world, but it, it does everything solid. Uh, it's It's one of those things where it's like, when they experiment with the Red Velvet sound, uh, it could be hit or miss uh, with some big hits and big misses. Uh, but when they kind of like go back into like the safe zone, the safety zone, uh, you know, the DDP yoga to safety zone, uh, they are generally always solid. <laughs> and... Uh, I mean, you don't always want to like discourage experimentation or trying things out, but this is just another solid red velvet track, another solid peppy, perky red velvet track, uh, and it was a fun video to match. Yeah, it's 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 just good. I don't know. I'm I'm down for the the end of summer kind of jams. Uh, putting that out. So this last track from me. Um, I, I ended up doing a real deep dive because me and Petey have talked about this person a lot in the, in the history of this show. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you are familiar with Monster X, um, you know, Monster X had a, a buildup reality show into what Monster X would be. It was like, a, it was a contestant show. Um, they had all these uh, different trainees, some who had been in the game for a long time, some who weren't. Yeah. Um, Which we and covered. Me and Petey, back, yeah. yeah, we covered because we we really got into it. We really, I actually enjoyed that the the style that they went with for the show because it wasn't it wasn't super duper reality TV, even though it kind of was, but it it kind of more focused on performance and and the qualities that you want in a boy group. So it made it kind of more interesting to pay attention to because it was less about drama and it was literally about like who's going to fit well. And one of the people me and Petey gravitated towards was uh, uh, a guy by the name of Shotgun um, or Hashtag Gun. Um, And we really kind of liked his flavor going into what would be Monster X. Now, since then, we know the makeup of Monster X as it is. Uh, Their star is ever-growing, which which I enjoy, and I think PD enjoys as well. Um, And we were always like, we think Shopgun could stand on his own. We we definitely think he could do his own solo projects in hip-hop, because hip-hop was having kind of a really big pickup at that time. Um, But he kind of went... He, he kind of came out and was still kind of this very hype, peppy rapper. But his last few tracks have been more, like, melancholy, yeah. kind of downshot it. But I I enjoy the fuck out of it for some reason. Um, and this this kind of persona he's he's crafted. Uh, so this is Shopgun's Lord. Uh, and I, I built it up a lot. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I enjoyed the fuck out of it i enjoyed kind of the theatrics of it i enjoyed enjoyed the performance of it or whatever because i really looked at it as like this very artistic thing and then maybe i maybe i'm buying in too much because i yeah. like shotgun but 
I kind of like this. I like him yeah. with the kind of little scruff goatee and the beard. Like, yeah. ma- and it makes him look so much older than like what he did like three years ago. Like, yeah. he looks like he's just lived a life and and has come out on the other side of it. Yeah. So it makes it so much more believable when he's giving you these really deep tones in this song, and it's not strictly rapping or not, and then not strictly singing. I don't know. I I, I went on a fucking journey <laughs> with this song, um, <laughs> yeah. and I just enjoyed the fuck out of it. Yeah, I, it definitely has uh, some of the elements that I think you see in 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 uh, some facets of hip hop nowadays, uh, with like uh, like this emotional uh like feel to it uh with shotgun and yeah we like we said we had that journey with uh him and monster x and who's next uh the show uh and where like the big thing on that was we kind of i don't know half jokingly but half seriously uh got angry uh saying that shotgun was robbed because <laughs> uh <laughs> In the end, I am is fantastic in that group, and he he fits great. Uh, and he's a great uh member of that group, and he he's fantastic. Uh, but like when he was brought in in the middle of that show, uh, very obviously is kind of like a way to push out Shopgun, uh, to kind of like put him out. It, it it got us a bit, a bit riled up. Uh, we can see the machinations. We didn't. We didn't appreciate the booking decisions on that. On that. Uh, uh, on that show. Uh, but I. I think it's for the. It ended up being for the better. Uh, I am was a better fit for Monster X, the boy group, the the the, the group, uh, where they were able to see something and cultivate something in Shopgun, uh, by letting him go and create on his own and and cultivate on his own. And kind of create his own art uh, and his own music, uh, and just be able to mature separately as a independent, like a, a not independent, as a solo artist. So, like, I, I could see now you see, like, okay, this was the long game. Like, okay, this is what works for Monster X. You have something with you that we can let grow into a solo artist that can shine on their own. China on his own. So you see where Starship like maybe made that decision based on his best interest in heart. So we can forgive them. At least I can. <laughs> uh, but and then ended up with a really fa- a really cool, really solid, really really interesting track and really interesting kind of like mu- like music direction and visual direction and like artistic direction for Shotgun. And I'm looking forward to what what how how he goes going forward. Yeah, because like a lot of those first few tracks that he put out, you know, very much like right after the like, okay, you're not going to be in Monster X, but they they I think they kind of also agreed that they still saw something in him, but it was still very kind of I, I think the tone of the time, which was like kind of the braggadocious hip hop, like yeah, K poppy boy. Um, but like I love this place that we've gotten to where 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 Korean hip hop has grown, where you can have something like this, right? Which is definitely very emotionally speaking. Um there there's very strong visualization in here, even though it, it maybe not plays to a lot of its visualization. There's a lot of strong visualization here. Um and I love that more stuff like that is starting to exist. Just like I you know, like it took us a long time to get there in in 
in hip hop in America too, because we had to live through the gangster rap era where if you weren't if you weren't hood, you weren't rap music, you know. Um, and now we're in this era where people can kind of be whatever. Um, I, and I think we're almost living through that renaissance again, where everybody kind of, to a certain extent, had to be a, a mumble rapper, which then led to the renaissance of lyricists getting pushed to the forefront. Um, so it, it, I, I love the ebb and flow of hip hop because of that. I might not always like it at the moment or where it's at at the moment, but like, I, yeah. I do love that. And then, so I love that something like this has been allowed to exist and it seems like a really good direction. And I, it, I don't know if it, it, it could be forced, but it doesn't seem like it, but I hope it's not. Cause I enjoy it. I really yeah. do enjoy it. There's never been a better time to be into music or especially hip hop. <laughs> uh i also appreciate that i think looking up the lyrics i think there's a finn and jake uh reference in there so it's like just Mm -hmm. name drops uh finn and jake which is really cool um yeah my tracks i'm just you know i have a couple girl group tracks uh because i'm me you know that's just my 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 gimmick uh so a couple of tracks so new itzy uh of course it's kind of crazy to think that you stop and think you kind of like have those moments where you stop and think it was like oh yeah jyp debuted a new girl group recently and they're killing it uh as far as like how like how much it's uh how much their debut track was part of their uh like the lexicon around uh in different parts of like korean entertainment like they get dance covers everywhere uh if you know, like if like some like entertainer or actor is like, well, I can I can dance. So like, all right, you can do a dance. And sometimes they'll, a lot of times they'll do a dance to Dala Dala, which is really cool. Uh, it's that much part of the the lexicon. Uh, and so Itzy is back with their second track, their follow up track, uh, Icy, uh, with their I think they're the the second mini or the, maybe the first mini album for this. Finally, uh, Itzy. The Icy is a really cool track. It's actually really cool. It's it's catchy. Uh, it's fun. Uh, it has like this like fun personality to it. Uh, the video is fun. It's very like like confident cutesy. Uh, not yeah. like childish cutesy, but just more like uh, high, you know, confident, high energy cuteness. And I think that works for them. I think that works for like the personality of the group that they're going for uh the it's sung well i think the hook is really fun um yeah i don't think it's just another solid track yeah i i think you showed me this one a while like a uh maybe a couple weeks ago um and i i definitely didn't like i i kind of enjoy it so far like i enjoy the sound of it i think it's definitely like a fun track like like I I don't know. I always go for kind of like the the not so bubblegum but kind of bubblegummy stuff. Um so it's 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 always I don't know, it's it's fun. Yeah. That's uh, all I the, can really say is it's fun. Yeah, and the performance of it is really good and the dances are really good. There's a, just I think the 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 neck snap move in the middle of it is is just uh fantastic plus uh, like paired with like the camera work on it I think works really well and yeah uh itzy kind of continuing to build their own kind of like uh identity which is really cool uh looking to see kind of see them grow early 
Um, but yeah, speaking of, this is another kind of follow up to a debut. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is the second try from from this group. Um, Everglow uh, is a group that they debuted recently with a track that I've I've been enjoying. That's kind of been in. I don't know if I brought it on the show, but it's definitely been on on kind of like the various uh random uh draw playlists of mine on spotify bon bon chocolate which was really solid mm. this is the follow-up to that adios uh i i like this track uh i'm gonna say something that's, that's gonna sound rude and you know it probably is uh but i i the way i would describe this track is if kill this love was good uh mm-hmm because i think it's it's gonna be definitely compared to blackpink's kill this love uh for very good real reasons uh very understandable reasons but i think this does that formula a lot better uh it has the like the big room feel of like it's like kill this love mixed with a tiara sugar free uh the drop is a lot more substantial uh, it feels like a more solid uh, instrumental uh, than 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 Kill This Love was. Um, the kind of like melody of it is a lot more like engaging, um, and I think it's just a solid track. I, I would hate to for this to get caught up in the in those comparisons in a negative way because I think this song is a really solid track that. Uh, stands out on his own uh, what do you think Keth no like I, I I definitely heard that like thing and I did think of it but like I I, I like the up and down of this and, and I, I think you're right like it, it I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go as far as to say like the Blackpink song is bad but like um, I definitely like feel that that I, I feel the vibe in this one a little bit better because it hits that low better. So when you hit that peak, it, it it's it's a roller coaster, right? Like you 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 dip and then you come up, and I, I think it's done really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a really solid track, and I'm looking forward to again with this group. I'm looking forward to uh, or really with a, a couple of really solid tracks under the belt. I'm looking forward to kind of like seeing them grow seeing them uh seeing what else they do with their sound uh seeing what their team do with their sound which is really cool um all right this is a fall so this is somebody who hasn't just debuted uh definitely hasn't just debuted but uh it's another track from tiffany young my girl tiffany i knew as a someone i had to take the opportunity to you know talk about this track of course um tiffany coming back with with a new track it, it, well basically it was like two weeks ago at this or actually almost three weeks ago uh especially by the time this gets uh posted but uh the, this the, the this came out uh a couple of weeks ago with a new track magnetic moon uh kind of on the heels you know kind of like put it out ahead of uh her upcoming tour uh which unfortunately does not come to south florida uh but you should check out when it comes because imagine it's, it should be fun shows uh th- the song is is nice 
it's definitely very dramatic modern pop like the there's there's this is not a this is not an unheard of sound but but then again anything you know nothing in yeah. even related to k-pop really is but uh it's well done. It's well done. Her her voice seems to match it well. She seems to put on a pretty solid performance for this style of music. Uh, and it, it works well. Uh, it, she's building a really nice catalog of, like, engageable music. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if there's not much else to, to say other than that. Like, I think it's... It's solid. It very. It feels like it fits right in uh, with mm-hmm. what you know, modern pop music, and very especially in the a dramatic sense. Uh, and I, yeah, I, I she like puts it, at it, least a little it, of herself it hits in that, it. Yeah, it hits that like kind of bigger than life feel a little bit, and I like that. Like it, it, it does have a lot of like elements of it that reminds me of like Madonna. Or something yeah. for some reason, like, like, or like, probably uh, by design. Uh, yeah. Or, uh, God damn, I can't think of her name. Um, Shakira. There's like a yeah. lot of elements of this that remind me of like them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think yeah, it, it works well for her. Um, I'm looking forward to, again, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I've been excited to kind of see what she's built for herself uh you know now being an independent or you know now being on her own away from sm uh you know kind of looking to kind of craft her sound uh especially as like working as an basically as an american artist first uh even as she kind of makes excursions back she she still works as an american artist first which is interesting kind of building her career here um so i'm looking forward to more from tiffany because uh, you know, I, might, I I can't help but support. I'm I'm a someone through it through. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm looking forward to more. Uh, but yeah, that's it for what's new. Now we transition over to our <laughs> headlines as I hiccup. <laughs> uh, so join us on the flip side. Yeah, yeah. Too much garlic bread. Ugh. Ugh. A nice chicken piccata for dinner tonight. I had garlic bread. It just could, you know, could, could kick up the the the, the gases. Um, we're here to talk about headlines. Talk about some topical topics in the world of East Asian pop culture. Uh, just a couple of things gonna we're dive deep. That we're gonna dive into. Uh, so right off the top, of course. Like we've have been doing for repeatedly every time, uh, kind of like I think uh, BTS has become our new YG from the early days. <laughs> Where we're just you know, of course, we're going to talk about them. But BTS, a new BTS headline, uh, but BTS taking extended period of rest and relaxation for first time since 2013 debut. Uh, this yeah. is really cool news, really good news uh, for anybody that's uh, a fan of BTS. I think just if you if you kind of like care about what like their well being, uh, but basically, big hit announcing that uh, all the boys from BTS are just basically going to take a an extended break post you know the, after you know the, they were done with their tours, 
uh, done with their recent most recent comeback. Um, you know, done winning awards. <laughs> or not not done winning awards. I imagine they'll, they'll win many more awards even while they're on break. Uh, but at least kind of like taking a ty- taking time away to just not do anything but like ev- at most personal projects, but or just mostly just go on vacation, be by themselves, even kind of like going, adding a little note of like, if you come across them, uh, you know, randomly while they're out there, just, you know, be considerate that they're on vacation. They're not, they're not on the clock. Uh, this is, this is really nice to hear. This is really good to hear. What, what, what are your thoughts on, on this? I mean, there's not many, not many thoughts to have. It's just, it's well-deserved, right? They've been, they've been putting in work. Like they, they worked hard enough to turn us around on them, um, which, which, you know, um, I mean, they, I, I have grown to kind of appreciate that work ethic rather than the, the, but but I I always am cautious of of the slave work worth ethic that K-pop tends to have. Yeah. Um. Where where they present it as like, oh man, you know these people are working really hard because they want to. Um. I like to think, and I would hope to think that a lot of the work that has been done up until this point was a lot of it. You know, was BTS. So so. I, I then it does make me happy that that they put in this grind because they wanted to put in this grind and now they're getting they're they're deciding hey we're far enough ahead in this race for for what we're going for that you know we're going to take a little break you know yeah because yeah. that's and what it's may- all about right it, it's it, it's a grind that that if you really really want it if you're really going for it you kind of just you kind of just keep going right like <laughs> yeah um and it's it's a it's well deserved it's it also comes at a smart time for for a big hit because uh, obviously with that recent uh recent merger or acquisition of source music uh and they just recently acquired a superb uh gaming superb game mm-hmm. company which is like a music game company uh so they're in the middle of making big business business movements I uh, and, and you know planning and managing you know new debuts, possibly debuting a girl group, things like that. Now they can focus all their resources on those things. Let them, you know, at a point where they would have like maybe even uh, a company would have kind of handed the reins to the group. They instead handed the reins to the group to just say, you know, actually just put down the reins and just chill, <laughs> like you know, like. In, while we've you know what well, well, this, this is a this is your time uh it's also a smart time because like you know give them a time to be a way that doesn't involve them going to the military <laughs> like you know so they give them some rest time yeah. now uh because not but maybe a couple of years from now you might we might start having to have those discussions about you know maybe Jin and sugar you know being the eldest ones uh having to you know make the decision having to go to the military so you know like yeah and then that's their phase but maybe but see then that's the scary part where i start to get conspiracy and it's like is this just a test to see how the fans handle no bts for a little bit 
so that they know if when that happens, if they can be like, cool, but, you know, like, let's get the military service done and out of the way, you know, and 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 we already have the research data that says, you know, we can we can still survive this bump of no BTS. Or like, yeah, or like if they decide, oh, no, we need to we need to we need to keep some <laughs> we need to keep some and not send all. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. uh, uh, I mean, they can make that decision because, you know, there, there's a like with all groups, there's a range of ages. Uh, yeah, I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to, to them getting some rest. That's why when I become an evil corporation and have a, a boy band, they're just going to all be the same age. You get it done yeah. all at once. Yeah. Two year gap at most. Two year gap, and then you're back. Mm-hmm. But I'll have them. Crazy. I'll have them working so hard before that that I'll have uh, a big. Even though they're gone. Yeah, I have that back catalog. It's like it's like uh, you'll have that uh, Machiavelli Tupac esque back catalog. So they could die, and you'd be you'll be set for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, moving forward. Good luck to BTS. You deserve it. Rating. Uh, all right. Yeah. So, crazy things are yeah. happening in China. Uh, we're not going to get into yeah. the <laughs> the politics of of the uh, of Hong Kong, the Hong Kong protests and pro democracy. But we're going to touch on stories. Them. We're going to touch on them, but we're going to yeah. focus on how it's affecting. Well, 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 so so let's lay a little a very 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 brief groundwork yes there are the people right the actual chinese people and especially a lot of young people People yeah uh yeah uh and it's spreading into parts of china as well yeah but but a lot of it is is clustered in hong kong there are really, really big deep dives over a lot of what is going on and what is happening and the encroaching Chinese government in, in into Hong Kong, uh, which has been independent for a very long time and is very is very rapidly coming up on a, a, a state of going back under Chinese control. OK, so that's your layer of groundwork and then yeah. there are the people especially like pd said the people of hong kong boom i you're gonna be tested you're gonna be fucking graded on this pay attention make take your yeah. notes um and then there are the governments there's the chinese government and the hong kong government um a lot of what we're going to talk about has also kind of been quietly tested if you if you like kind of trevor noah or stephen colbert you'll hear a lot of this stuff how music and and the entertainment industry is kind of laying the groundwork of the people versus the government in a lot of these regions um especially in like places like uh taiwan and stuff like this there has been a lot of uproar through music and and through rappers and other entertainment people against the government in representation of the people so now when we come to china and hong kong yeah uh you get to like the fact that china is very much enforcing the one china policy they they're saying (laughs) we're already one country if you don't think that you're you're wrong we're already one country (laughs) we already control all of you uh we let you kind of like you know 
manage yourself just because we let you. Uh, but we're already in control of you. And and we're kind of like having these uh, little moments of, in particular, we're going to talk about K-pop idols uh, who are, you know, are of Chinese descent. Uh, in particular, one of the first ones was uh, Lei of, technically, of EXO, uh, <laughs> if you <laughs> want to believe that. Uh, he canceled his contract with Samsung uh, due to them not adhering to the One China policy. Uh, he they also had issues with uh, somebody else who had like I think it was like a clothing brand I, I forget um, but we were over a piece of clothing that that caused some issues but I uh, you know, kind of like creating a statement uh, specifically they made this statement uh, recently China for foreign companies have been coming under scrutiny over the way this they describe China and its territories this comes amid heightened tensions between China and Hong Kong due to mass unrest, concerns over uh, about China's perceived attempts to increase influence in Hong Kong. Uh, and then I think the, their statement is in here. Look at this. Through self-examination and serious communication with all, with all of our endorsed high-end high brands, among all the brands that Mr. Shang uh, Jijin uh, has endorsed uh, Samsung's Electronics Global official website currently still lacks definition of country and region. Uh, its behavior of obscuring the sovereignty and territorial integrity of our country has seriously hurt the national sentiments of our Chinese compatriots, uh, which we resolutely cannot tolerate. We welcome all partners who adhere to the One China principle and reject all groups or organizations that have any ambiguous positions and attitudes towards China's sovereignty and integrity. Uh, here, Mr. Uh, Zhang Yixin uh, announced the official termination of contract with Samsung mobile phone brand, hereby declared. Uh, his studio, August 13, 2018. That's fun. It's funny how they... Uh, they say sovereignty, even though they're the ones attacking sovereignty, mm-hmm. some another country's sovereignty. Uh, but that's how that's how spin works. Uh, yeah, and then that gets followed up with several K-pop idols, several Chinese K-pop idols, including Lei himself. Uh, but added to that, Kyokyung uh, uh, of Kyokyung. Uh, uh, I forget which oh yeah of uh Cosmic Girls or no Kyokyung uh uh Shen Xiao Shenyi Miki of uh Cosmic Girls Victoria our girl of FX uh Jackson of Got Seven June of Seventeen the Eight uh, uh the Eight and June of Seventeen uh Lucas Win Win and Young 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 Hendry and Xiaoyun uh uh Xiao uh Lu Fei uh, formerly, of course, formerly of Miss A, Yanan of Pentagon, and Yuki of uh, G Idol, all kind of like putting up basically the same message of like the Chinese flag, basically saying like, you know, like Hong Kong is one. I support, you know, like some even kind of going ahead, like support, throwing support for the Hong Kong police. Um, you know, Hong Kong mm-hmm. is part of China forever, things like that. It's one of those things where it's very much seems like a concerted col- uh, c- 
pre pre yeah colluded predetermined it's collusion yeah predetermined pre planned like move you know move it in once uh uh you know it, it's it and you know kind of like uh well, yeah we will follow that up but but basically yeah uh, kind of having this full-scale effort uh to kind of all these celebrities all in one kind of like shouting this pro-government message uh which yeah you can understand like and um, i'll have it on this asian junkie article but you can definitely uh, you know they'll say it uh, they said it here but i definitely understand. you can understand like how it can happen uh especially kind of like just you know with you know they're parroting nationalist propaganda you can understand how it can happen there's there's probably they probably have people that they have to protect and their careers that they have protect well, protect well, but doesn't mean it, we can all be happy about it. This is still... It, it's not still even that. essentially that, right? It's like, to to keep that status that you have, um, um, and, and this might be speaking more volume than I should, but, like, the Chinese government makes a lot more... It takes a lot more reach with its celebrity than probably sometimes m- m- more places do, well, namely America. Uh, where kind of our celebrities are kind of essentially free to have their own thoughts. Um, people might poo-poo them and, and say, hey, you know, so that our project does well, let's, you know, maybe keep quiet on your thoughts on this, that, and the other. Whereas, like, there, it's, it's probably probably more, and this is, this, is, this is an assumption, it's probably, it probably more goes, hey, keep your mouth shut. Or else, <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> uh, you know, like, yeah. or else you have no career or else, you know, we, we restrict your ability to move between countries or we, you know, we take whatever preca- precautions we deem necessary, um, or you go bye-bye. which, which, yeah, makes those a, a very scary thing. And like I said, the factor, the, the biggest factor in this is in other places like Taiwan and Thailand and things like that, where, the musicians have decided to rally more on the side of the people um, to to kind of speak for the people through their celebrity or, or through their music or through whatever. I think China sees that and is kind of using that the same way here in America we would use lobbyists or kind of um, – uh, like something I was watching today talk about how in, in more small rural areas, sending somebody door to door is still kind of the best way to control the funnel, right? Because initially maybe people see something and think, oh, yeah, no, that is the great thing. But you send a guy to their door that looks like them and that they trust and tells them like, no, that thing is evil and you don't want that. And they go, oh, my God, this man, this man who looks like me and talks like me and sounds like me told me that this thing that seems like it would be good for everyone is actually evil. Um, You know, so when you have that and when you have something as as powerful as idols and and entertainers saying you know the one china thing is good for us right these young people who follow them and are influenced by them go 
wait, no, everybody's saying it's bad, but but my my favorite rapper or my favorite K-pop idol or my favorite my favorite actor is saying that it's good for me. Um, you know, it's yeah. it's a it's a strong ploy. It's a really yeah. strong ploy. Um, yeah, and I think I think I'm I'm with uh, I'll show Agent Junkie that definitely the celebs are not the victims here. Uh, they're definitely making a choice. Um, you understand where the choice makes it, it comes from, but it still involves like doing na- you know nationalist propaganda, uh, mm-hmm. and it also it adds to the funny of uh, not funny, but this is this part's kind of fun. Uh, <laughs> Chinese rappers banding together to support the Hong Kong pol- police, uh, which is this that last article uh, kind of like it. It is. It is fun. You kind of should check out this article because it does bring out the 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 hilarious like point of like wow, if there's anything, if there's anything that is truly hip hop is supporting the government and police. <laughs> like, like, um, it is fantastic. But, but like, it 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 seems very anti hip hop. But when these people are the forefront of your hip hop community, and young people are influenced by them. It, it's a strong play you know what i mean like like to the to the observer of of the genre and the understanding of the genre yes it it would seem it would seem silly but when you're that deep in and, and you've lived under a government who's controlled everything you've seen up until this point yeah. to the point where you think this thing represents you this thing speaks out against that and this thing then tells you, like, no, everything is good. You know what I mean? Like, it's more scary to me. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, you're you're using a really, really strong thing against against young, influenceable people. Yeah. Um, that will probably work because because you saw it. You saw how it turned the tide against um, other governments. So you're smart enough to get out ahead of it, which I always say is the greatest move you can make. If you if you control the funnel, if you control the the way in which the story is told, you can always come out the hero. And unfortunately, the bad guys can do that sometimes. Yeah. Um, and that's that's sometimes not a good thing. History is written by the winners, <laughs> not by not, not, yeah. Not by not by the the good guys, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, it, it's scary. I I hoping for the best for uh, everybody fighting for their freedom in in Hong Kong. Uh, it's been kind of like crazy watching the like footage and things coming out of this protest. And very smart, very concentrated, very very coordinated uh protests there's a lot of these young people are they're they know what they're doing and it's kind of very fascinating Mm -hmm. very cool uh there's been a lot of really cool things like seeing how they're making specific efforts to like protect uh journalists because they know a camera is a lot is a lot more dangerous of a weapon than a gun uh in this effort they know that they want eyes and cameras as many cameras on what's happening as they can have uh to to make sure that what things that are happening are being seen like 
because uh, like the moment you know there china is able to or whoever you know whoever is, is wants it is able to cut off the imagery and cut off the you know making sure that you don't see it you know out of sight out, out of sight out of mind uh is is a cliche mm-hmm. for a reason you know <laughs> like uh so they're making sure people are seeing it and uh these efforts it's, and, and it's scary but it's uh, this maybe is, a little hopeful this is this is also gonna sound highly rude but like i i love and respect it so much right because it is literally what what protesting should be right it is it is you fighting tooth and nail for your right right and 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 like you said they are going about it by using the tools at their advantage so advantageously like like you said using journalists who are there to just document right whether whether you look good or bad you want those people there to document because you want more people to look at what is happening not you know what i mean like like you don't you don't necessarily care about the rhetoric they're not necessarily trying to control the rhetoric they just want people to see what is happening um and because they know that that's, that's that benefits them just the yeah, plain vision, um, and and the amount of effort that the, the young people have gone through to circumvent like like oh now this app blocks this okay so now we'll use this one for this and that one for that and like the genius of it as opposed to like our woke babies here who just you know spend their two hundred characters on Twitter and say like oh man this is terrible. And I'm like, cool, what are you going to do about it? No, that that is what I did about it. I, I said it's terrible on Twitter. And I'm yeah. like, N- well, then you don't actually give a fuck. Like, <laughs> and I'm going to unfollow you now. Like, yeah. I, I don't yeah. know. I, I, I'm so perturbed now by, like, woke babies on Twitter after, like, seeing these young people in, in Hong Kong and, and in China and in parts of China who are just, like, really really going at like no i i want my rights i i've seen what you've done to my parents and my uncles and i'm not gonna let that happen to me yeah um so go go seek out the in-depth coverage that's out there especially on so many of the things that are happening in hong kong uh and you know and throughout china so because it's 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 a scary time out there, uh, but you want to. You know, they, they need eyeballs on that stuff. Yeah, but so. but definitely, yeah, but definitely show your support. Inform other people. Like like like, I I I'm I might be mad at you, woke babies, but I need you to spend your two hundred and eighty characters and fucking like inform other people of the, of the things going on. Mm. So that's why I'm I'm so glad like PD put these things in here because yeah. I I'm I don't know I'm very for that what yeah. they're doing yeah so good luck everyone um all right so colonel like one more little headline uh this is a nice little like story uh coming out of a show called uh idol school so uh there was a contestant on the show idol school uh it's this show that ultimately it was a little while back but ultimately formed promise nine uh which is a group that i've, I've enjoyed as entertainers uh their songs have kind of been hit or miss but uh they have a fun youtube channel and they're funny and they're kind of ridiculous and i like that 
I always like that in a girl group. Uh, when they're essentially the the variety stars in the making is what I'm saying. Um, but Idol School had you know uh, it was one of those elimination like uh, survival shows, uh, and one of the contestants, some Hain, was on that show. Uh, 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 like uh, for for a time before she left, kind of for mm-hmm. personal reasons. Ultimately, it was those reasons were revealed to be that she was struggling with uh, with uh, anorexia, uh, and she was kind of trying to push through this op- you know opportunity, like ignoring that. But it just became too much, and she kind of left the show for her own uh, mental health and her own her own physical health. Um, but one of the things that we, we has come to light uh, is that she publicly came out as bisexual on her Instagram, even kind of sharing some pictures, uh, you know, with with her current girlfriend, uh, you know, like being very open, being very honest, answering you know, like fans and follower questions about it, uh, and even kind of opening up uh, like her reactions, of course reactions have been like mixed but so a lot of support has been coming her way um and and it's exciting i'm I'm excited for her i'm excited for someone uh especially even if it's somebody again is somebody tangentially connected to the entertainment industry or even like maybe not a big name but anytime somebody has the guts to be able to speak to their truth is really cool um what what was your, what were your thoughts on 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 this? Um, I so this is this is something that's kind of been happening more and more here in America, uh, which was always weirdly surprising to me, uh, given our history. It, it seems like we have to constantly go through these revolutions of evolution. Um, and but but these things always do seem like fairly new concepts to other regions um and i think the the more and more it starts to happen in other places the more it gives people the confidence and ability to then talk about it right because having something like instagram and being able to follow people who are very open about talking about these things you feel like you you, you i think you start to feel the, that that sense of like why am I so like behind in, in being open about how I feel about certain things? You know what I mean? Um, so I, I definitely think that that's a good thing. I think anytime anything like this happens, it's a good thing. And I, I, I kind of love something she said where like along the lines of like, you know, like this is just who I am and I'm kind of sharing it and I'm not necessarily trying to force it on anyone, nor do I want to, you know specifically offend anyone's individual values like you know i'm not trying to trying to make anyone understand or like homosexuality i'm just kind of sharing who i am which i think sometimes some people as much as i love you out there tend to miss because there's a difference between going this is who i am and this is who i am (laughs) like yeah um, um, and there's a difference, and and I think the way she's going about it is is good, right? Because it's informative. It's this is who I am. This is part of me as a person. There, you know what I mean, like yeah. <laughs> as opposed to just shouting it and expecting people 
to not want to ask questions, right? She's very open to people asking questions and, 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 and answering questions and, and, and positing information for those who want it. Because I, I always say the biggest way to, to combat hate is through education, right? Like don't, don't combat hate with hate. Don't, don't, you know, attack people. But if you go, this is who I am. And people go, well, why? Just that's because I, that's how I've been. And that's how I've always been. I don't really know. You know, like, like, to just educate people on who you are as an individual is the is the most amazing thing you can do. I've gotten really philosophical this episode, <laughs> but like, <laughs> I, I've I've been mad about a lot of things lately that people yeah. do that I don't think they do right, and and yeah. educating people on your individuality is one of them. Just uh, just do that. Just educate yeah, do people that. on your individuality. Yeah. Fuck man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna be you, and and if people ask questions, yeah, uh, be understanding. Um, and it's exciting. So, all the best to Samhain, uh as you know, she she continues her journey. I believe still trying to be a singer. I believe, uh, but otherwise, just kind of living her life uh, as an openly bi you know person in the public. Which is really cool. Um, but yeah. That brings us to the end of another fantastic episode. Fantastic? Fantastic episode of Halle Juku. Um Cass. Well, what's going on? Mm-hmm. What's what's going on in your world? What's new? Uh, new for me is uh, I definitely, definitely, definitely want everybody to go check out Sports Odds and Ends. We got some new stuff coming up there. Uh, we've been talking about the ever encroaching football season, uh, the ever dying uh, sport of baseball, and then the ebb and flow of the life support system that is esports. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Uh, I know that uh, you guys talked about. Well, uh, I got to check out the episode, but I know that you guys mentioned. Uh, the mercy rule, <laughs> like Aaron Boone bringing up the mercy rule, uh, which yeah, I called it the Mercury rule for some reason, uh, but yeah, the mercy rule, uh, which which we 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 kind of like tried to fall into a like where does it fit, where should it go, what does it mean? My take, my quick hot take, and you can listen to the show for the other guy's hot take. Is somewhere between the fifth and seventh inning, here yes. if if the game is twelve to two. The umpire needs to come up to you in the fifth inning and be like, look, shit's bad. <laughs> <laughs> and from the looks of it, it's only going to continue to get bad. I'm going to give you the car blanche now. You gonna, yeah. Do you want to keep fighting? I'm giving you this. This is like, like, like I want like the chicken. fifth inning. Yeah, I want the it's fifth like, inning to now be the standing 10 count. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like checking like, out. It's like, you, you're good to go. You're good to go. You go. You look in their eyes. And you, then, then, yeah. and not Where even are you right now? <laughs> you look in their eyes, and like they may say they're okay, but you look in their eyes, you see they're gloss, glassy, and they can't make eye contact. And you're like, and then you just call it, <laughs> like, yeah, you know, <laughs> just for their own good. Uh, like, I know do them, you know uh, you just put in your your outfielder to pitch, right? You know that's what just happened, right? Do you yeah. understand that that's what you just did? no? You don't know. It's over. It's call yes. it. Call it. <laughs> Bring the bell, uh, and also yes. I'm also I'm saying we institute a bell 
just like we call it a knockout. Just ring the bell and you yeah. go ding, 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 and then they call the game right there. Uh, as a Marlins fan, I can I can appreciate uh, the hope for a mercy rule. Uh, yeah, I, I you know what you know what another good mercy rule is, and 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 this would speak to Marlins fans specifically. Once more than uh, fifty people start to leave. I think then you should just start to call the game. It's like, oh, 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 and there it is. There's the 50th person, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Thank you for your patronage today. Uh, you can still get some hot dogs and beer while you are here. Um, uh, The one problem, I think, for Marlins fans is that there would have to be 50 people in the stadium in the first place for that. This is true. This is true. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's the problem. Um, okay. But, yeah, go check out Sports Hubs and Ends. <laughs> At sportsodsandends.com. Uh, he's at Hal U- He's at Kaz. He's at King Kaz. <laughs> I, I, he's at Hallyu Kaz. That's my yes. new Twitter handle. Uh, Marlins. Uh, get me all shook. Uh, well, didn't I tell you? Don't you know? He's at King Kaz. I'm at Petey Rave. The show is at Hallyu Juku. Hallyu Football season. Yes. Uh, Halijuku.com, kpoppodcast.com is an easy way to share. Uh, Rebelli.net for this and other shows, including Record Breakers. We got a nice like batch of episodes to come. Uh, with uh, our friend Snowshoe, Ash. We got a nice batch of episodes with Ash. Uh, one should already be up and more uh, to come. But yeah, uh, you can find us wherever you find podcasts. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify's, every fun podcast. Uh, until next time, hasta los huevos. Fighting. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>